Hey everybody, welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today, as we explore my Christian cult and the problems within evangelical Christianity in America, we'll be asking the question, when? I'm coming to you guys today from my new bedroom in my new house, and if it seems a bit echoey, it's because it is. We just moved in yesterday, and we don't have rugs down or curtains up or anything like that, and so the whole house with uh, hard floors is a bit echoey, so it is what it is. I'll eventually we'll get my office, and we'll have it all set up in there with sounding and stuff like that, and it'll be all good, but for now, we just got to go let we go. So we're going to be continuing kind of to talk about Bill Gothard and his Institute of Basic Life Principles, also just kind of connecting what's going on with American evangelical Christianity, and then asking the question, when? Like, when are we the most vulnerable to false teachers? Because I feel like this is kind of the theme across the board. Somehow we talked about this last week. It seems like evangelical Christianity has ended up on the wrong side of some of this false teaching and stuff like that over and over again. It's not just a one-time deal. And so we're just kind of asking that question, like, when? When are we the most vulnerable? So if you're not familiar with Bill Gothard, I would point you to a website called recoveringgrace.org. And I have that linked in my notes. But this is a compilation of tons of history of Gothard, of things that's happened with him, of stories from people who are in his program, in his training centers. It's got like all things Bill Gothard and Institute of Basic Life Principles. So if you feel like going down that rabbit hole and being lost in who knows where and really researching this, that would be the place to go. They have tons of information over there. I've written a couple articles over there at one point in time back early in my days of of, uh, blogging. And that's where, yeah, go there if you're interested. So Bill Gothard started his basic youth conflict seminar in the 1970s. And back in its heyday, it was not unusual for it to have like up to 10,000, if not more, attendees when they would have a seminar in one of these big cities. It was all the rage in the 70s and moved into the 80s and, like I said before, into the 90s. They had this allegations of abuse that happened in the 70s and things kind of switched around. And then, lo and behold, he came back on with a new name for his organization He called it the Institute in Basic Life Principles. And so this is kind of where all of my stuff comes from. ATI, this is Advanced Training Institute, started in 1984. We joined in 1993, as I said before. The turmoil of the 60s and 70s really helped to fuel interest in Bill Gothard's ideas, specifically his idea of authority. Since there was so much just unrest and kind of rebellion amongst the youth in this few generations there, people were just worried. They were afraid. They were trying to look for formulas and answers. And so it totally made sense that Bill Gothard's teachings would kind of just connect to a lot of these Christian evangelicals who were looking for answers and looking for ways to protect their families and their children from all these things that they thought were very dangerous and awful. So this is what we want to talk about today. This is going to be a short episode, but I just want to talk to you guys about when are we the most vulnerable? And this is the thing that I am seeing across the board in American evangelical Christianity right now. And it's interesting because I feel like the same themes that I was exposed to and Gothard's teachings and 
while in his training centers and in his homeschooling program, the same ideas that the families that I knew were just very consumed with are once again back in mainstream evangelical Christianity, especially within like the homeschooling movement and stuff like that. It's just the same ideas that are kind of getting regurgitated and they're not as extreme as we were, which makes them probably even more dangerous because people are just seeing them as, oh yeah, this is totally right. This is biblical and and it's not necessarily biblical or right. So let's go there. When are we the most susceptible to false teachers? I think there's three different times, and I'm sure there's more than this, but these are the ones that stuck out to me. Three different situations that we can be in that really make us susceptible. And I look at the followers of Gath, and I look at the people that were in his homeschooling program, and I look at the conservative evangelical homeschooling community today, and I see the same things. So here we go. When we are afraid, when we are feeling threatened and afraid, we can become very vulnerable to false teachers. Fearful people are incredibly easy to control. If you can make somebody afraid and feeling vulnerable and like things are dangerous, then they will, and you tell them you have the answer, they are going to follow you. People are going to follow you. And this is something that I see everywhere right now. Um, COVID hasn't helped. Politics haven't helped. But there are a lot of people who are feeling very afraid. They feel like they're out of control. They feel like the world's falling apart and they're terrified. And so they are quick to turn to formulas and promises and conspiracy theories and just stuff that isn't even biblical, but that it makes them feel like they have more control. And I think this was a huge part within Gothard's ministry, if you want to call that. I say that word very loosely, is that you had this feeling of control suddenly because you were given these steps, these formulas and these secret answers and these you know, hidden truths in scripture. And if you follow these steps and did this and that and the other thing over here and you avoided that and you, you know, followed the rules and the steps and you were promised blessings and success. And so it seemed very safe. It seemed like you could control your outcome. You could control your life. You can control your family and your children. And you could make sure that things were now safe and you were less afraid. And the real world doesn't work that way, guys, because The real world is broken and we can't fix it with formulas and we can't change it by following standards and rules and it's going to be broken and bad things are going to happen. And yeah, it feels scary and dangerous sometimes, but we always have to realize like this is not the end. There's these idols that so often evangelical Christians kind of make of family and marriage. And it's almost like this idea of like, if I have this perfect family, if I make everything happen just so, then it's good and biblical and safe. And this is what I'm trying to do more than anything else is just to make our family this cohesive team. And it's like this, it's good. And yet it gets twisted so fast. There is a man, um, he's married now and he has kids, but I started following him when he was just a YouTuber named Jefferson Bethke. And he used to just kind of do some spoken word poetry. He wrote a couple books as a single guy, just talking about Jesus was more than religion and his relationship with Jesus. And it was really fun to see. But as he got married, as now has had children, he is getting more and more sucked into this idol of family, I guess. And it's really just disturbing to me to watch because I've been down this road. Like I was the kid down this road where 
you tell people if you follow these things and you do this, that, and the other thing, and you make your family this cohesive family team, and it's all about your family, like you're going to have these kids that turn out and everything's going to be great. And it doesn't work that way. Like, I hate to say that, but there were so many families that I watched trying to do all the things that would make their families turn out and, and it didn't work. Like their kids still went off the deep end and they still got all screwed up and it just, it doesn't work. The only thing that really works is to build relationships, to have communication, open communication, to be talking, to make sure your kids feel safe and just to live your lives. Like let them see that it's more than just this world that we're living for, but it's not like you can follow these steps and these procedures to make things happen. And so it's really, it's disturbing to me as I watch younger people and a different generation who doesn't understand what happens when you go this way. They didn't experience the extreme version of Christianity, evangelical Christianity, conservative Christianity that we did. And yet I watch this and I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Like it's literally going the same way. And so this fear This fear thing really makes us susceptible to this false teaching. The other thing that makes us really susceptible is being ignorant. And I use that word, I want to think of ignorant as kind of like unlearned, untaught, misinformed. But when we are ignorant of what history tells us, what biblical history tells us, what the scriptures tell us, and we don't have that kind of understanding big picture of where we've already been as humans and what we always do and how we always fall into things, of understanding who God is and his relationship with people, of understanding just the core creeds of the faith, we are so quick to be caught up in stuff that is extra and that is untrue and unsafe. And so I think that one of the ways to protect ourselves the best is just to be in scripture for ourselves, be understanding church history and the history of the world, and just really be thinkers and processors, and not so quick to just believe everything that we hear, but to truly look into and find the truth for ourselves and not just assume that because someone is saying something that sounds good, that it's true. I don't think it's wrong to be slightly cynical and just a little bit sketchy about things to say, ah, well, I don't know, sounds kind of good, but we'll see. We'll look into this and we're going to see what we think because ignorance is where you fall in every time. I look at my own parents and I look at some of their friends that really just got sucked into Gothard stuff. And a lot of them were first generation Christians, people who really hadn't read the Bible for themselves, who hadn't been exposed to church history or the cores of the faith. And so when they were told these things by someone who called himself an evangelical Christian, they just tended to believe them. And so that's one of the most dangerous things, being ignorant. And then finally, when we feel alienated, feeling like we're alienated can just be such a pull into a false teacher and a false teaching. We are vulnerable when we feel alienated, when we feel like, oh, I'm different from everybody else. And like, nothing is, this world is so broken and messed up. And I just, I want to be, there's a a desire to be alienated that's dangerous. And there's also just that feeling of being alienated. And I think we're just very susceptible when we feel like that. We don't feel like we're a part of things and we don't feel like we can just have a community and stuff like that. So I look, I look at growing up and just feeling very isolated from the world and alienated from the world. And it wasn't until I realized that like this world is not a dangerous and scary place. I mean, it is to a certain extent, but it's also not. And that I can be a part of it and I can really just accept these people and love them and listen to them. And even though they're different from me, maybe that, you know, they're not wrong after all, like that was where my healing happened. That's when I came out of all this craziness and was able to really understand truth 
And so this being alienated is something that false teachers like to do to you. Like they like to alienate you. So then you only will follow them and not listen to anybody else's truth because that truth is scary and bad, which is fear once again. So guys, I just, I just want to look at this, everything that's happening right now. And I look at, uh, I look at what's happening with the evangelical American church and with politics and with conspiracy theories and with even the homeschooling movement. And it's like, it's all been done before. Like there's this, cyclical thing that's happening and I as somebody who is raised in it can kind of look at it and be like oh not again like no stop and it's easy to become cynical and frustrated and judgmental and angry and that's not the point and that's not the goal I would say that my point and my goal as always is just to point people to Jesus and the truth that this world is broken and messy and it's always going to be like that and we are not going to be able to find peace until we can just accept the fact that this world is broken, that there's things outside of our control, but that God is bigger and better than this broken world, and he's not done working, and one day it will all be perfect again. And maybe not while we're alive here on earth, but that's okay. And if we can just really rest in the fact that life doesn't have to be perfect or controllable, but that we can have peace despite that, that's where our strength comes from. And it comes from knowing that we're not alone, that God has given us his Holy Spirit to be here with us. It comes from just understanding truth about humanity and about this world and about who God is. And so much of it is not about this big, powerful, emotional experience. It's just about this solid, everyday, humble, ordinary truth and living our humble, ordinary, boring lives. And I think that's where the mystery is. That's where the beauty is. And that's where the real Jesus is. So I just want to encourage you guys today as I close, just be thinking about your own fear level. Be thinking about how ignorant or how wise you are in the ways of scripture, the creeds of the faith, the history of the world. Realize things go round and round and round again. That really is nothing new under the sun, like Solomon said in Ecclesiastes. And also just be watching how alienated you feel. Like, do you feel alienated and isolated? Or do you feel like you really have a a community that you can be a part of? If you don't, maybe it's time to reach out and find one. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.